The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware, 343. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware, and welcome. So I am here with special guest Gareth Thompson, and he is the author of The MBA Entrepreneur. And you know, when I first heard about running your business like an MBA, like really running it like a true business person, not being out there and playing business, I thought, well, we're going to end up talking about like the spreadsheets you should have or the reports you should run. But do you know what? That's not actually the most important thing in your business. And I think it's going to surprise you when I tell you what the most important thing is. But for now, let's welcome Gareth Thompson. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Dana. Thanks very much for inviting me on the show. Yeah, this is my first time doing a live broadcast. So. Yay! Yeah, it's fun. You're going to really like the Mind Aware peeps, and we're going to be able to have a little chat with our Facebook audience here while we're doing it. So... Let's start out with what we talked about. I heard you say when we were talking about what it means to really run your business like an MBA, you told me that it starts with finding out what you most care about. So yeah. tell me about that. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I did an MBA and I've learned so much. It, it's, you know, it's like the phrase they use is you're drinking out of a fire hose. A lot of it's complicated concepts, business plans, spreadsheets, as you said. Uh, how do you talk to investors? You know, high-level stuff. But what I discovered in my own journey is that um, you really need to take care of the foundational elements first. And for me, that's really what what is your passion, right? What What is it that really gets you excited? All the fancy stuff, you can build on top of that, but if you don't have the foundation it never comes into play. You never get to the stage where you can use all that that learning. Well, and I heard you say once, too, that there's a debate about this. Like some people think build a business and then try to get passionate about it. But I, I think both you and I are kind of like, mm, I'm not sure if that's really such a good idea. Doesn't it make more sense to do the thing you're already passionate about? What do you say about that, Gareth? Yeah, 100%. I agree. I mean, I can see, I can see an instance where you might start a business and accidentally discover that as you build it, 
this is something that's really leaving it to chance. I think if you really start with something you're passionate about, you apply energy even when the times are tough. You're willing to go the extra mile even when things become really difficult. Yeah, it's like you're doing a hobby or it's like you're fun because it's something you care about. So do you think people have a hard time finding their passion? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's not easy, right? It's it's And even from my own personal experience, it's taken me a few years after I went to business school to find what I truly, truly care about. And um, I'm just starting a new venture now that really addresses my core passions. What I was doing before was close to what I really wanted to do, but it wasn't quite there. It was almost there. It wasn't quite there. And it took me that extra few to put it together and find the, the, that perfect alignment. So how do you find it? Like, Do you have any, any tips or any exercises? Like, How can people say, like, if they don't know what their passion is, what would be some signposts or guideposts they could follow to get there? It's like your childhood, teenager, is the first step I would use. Go back and look at, try and write down five things that you were really into when you were a child or a teenager or a young adult even. And then it's been a common thread, something that you care about, even if it's not something that you've pursued. So I was always a big fan of, of sci-fi when I was young. And the, the, the thread of technology has run through my life, but... I didn't realize to the extent that I was really passionate about technology until recently. Yeah, that's actually really interesting because when you're a kid, you really are just having fun and playing and exploring. Do you think that people, when they start to think like, okay, well, the things I did when I'm a kid or the things that I'm passionate about, how can I build a business around that? Like, do you get that question of people saying like, how can I make money from this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you might not be able to make, to make money out of any particular passion, but I think most people have at least two or three, and one of them is going to have some potential. Put it this way, if you're passionate about it, other people are going to be passionate about it. You're not the only one, right? You're never, you're never alone, and especially in this interconnected world. You're going to find somebody that's into whatever weird little side niche that you love so much. <laughs> there is always a way to make money and to monetize a passion, I think. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's a really great point that you make is that we think that, you know, how am I going to make money from this? But you only you don't have to find like a million other people that are into what you're into. If you just find a, a thousand, you've got yourself a tribe already. And with right. The, yeah. You know, the planet, Start a tribe. That's right. The planet is big. And so it's easy. It's funny. <laughs> I'm kind of laughing to myself because I hadn't thought about that from the childhood thing. And I remember when I was a kid, I was always wanting to sit and have deep conversations with other kids. Like I was nine years old and I would want to talk about like the nature of reality and all these things. <laughs> all these other little kids were just like, what is wrong with this girl? <laughs> She's so strange. But you just have to grow up and find all those people who are interested in talking about it. We didn't have the Internet back then, Gareth, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, what are, the, the chances, what are the chances that one of those kids were into the crazy deep conversations that you were into? If one of them was, at the time it wouldn't have been crazy. You would have thought, ah. Here's another kid who's into the same stuff that I'm into. Yeah, exactly. And there's always, like you said, there's always people who are out there who are doing it. So let's say you identify your passion. Are there any other tips that you'd like to give, first of all, for identifying it? I like the childhood one a lot, but is there anything else, any other signposts you can look for? Yeah, that, so that's a nice, simple exercise you can do alone. 
something I found really valuable is to get an external perspective. Ask someone else. Ask your friends and family, hey, what do you think I care about? What have you seen in my behavior that would indicate where my passions might lie? Because often we don't see what's obvious to others, you know, ourselves. That's totally true. That is really, you think you know how people see you, but it really is an interesting exercise to ask people. And especially, I would think, even maybe people who knew you as as a kid might be kind of an extra layer to it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one, actually, yeah. Because they knew you when you were, before you were influenced by the, the grit, you know, by the world as you grow up. Yeah, and you may um, not remember. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. I really like that. Very, very interesting. Now, I want to talk a little bit about monetizing a passion, but I want to, before we do, check in with the Facebook peeps and let everybody know that we are here live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So you get to watch the show being recorded. You can come in here. You can join in on the conversation. We're actually going to do a poll here right now that I think you all will love to do. If you are on the Facebook page right now, let us know, is your business built around your passion? Yes or no? All you have to do is type in the comments, yes or no. When we come back from break, I will go ahead and give you all the results of that and ask yourself, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, ask yourself, is your business built around your passion? And Gareth made an interesting point in that He was already built around his passion, but he tweaked it and he changed it and he keeps getting better. And we're going to talk a little bit about that exploration because maybe there are ways you can even kick it up a notch. We're here talking to Gareth Thompson. You can find him over at the MBA Entrepreneur, the MBA Entrepreneur. Put little hyphens in between those three words. So go to the MBAEntrepreneur.com. You're going to see a big red button right there to get some cool bonuses for free, my favorite price, so go check it out. We'll be right back, and we are going to talk about monetizing your passion. See you in a sec. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu. The letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware. We're having a really interesting conversation with Gareth Thompson. He is the author of The MBA Entrepreneur. You can pick up his book on Amazon, of course, but you know what? If you want some freebies, head right over to his website at the MBA Entrepreneur and put hyphens in between those three words. So it's the M like Mary, B like boy, A entrepreneur with dashes between the three words. Look for that big red button and get that free stuff. 
We've been talking about finding your passion and, in particular, building a business around a passion. One of the tips that we got before the break that I loved was how to look at your childhood has almost uh, unearthed the clues there about what you were passionate about there. And during our Facebook break, where we checked in with the Facebook audience, we had 100% of our Facebook audience says they are building their business and their passion. And then Jennifer asked this question that I think is brilliant. She said, my friends tease me about being a know-it-all. What field works with that? I'm a web designer, and I want to use that towards my passion. So, Gareth, what say you? Become a mentor. If you know it all, you know, teach someone else what you know. That's hugely valuable, hugely valuable. Um, and it's one of the tips I would say to use when you're building your business. And after you've found your passion is to find a mentor, find someone who's already done it. Or even at the beginning, if you want to start something that no one started before, find somebody who knows how to do that. I love that. That's actually a really good tip, too. So you're saying if you want to monetize your passion find a mentor, somebody who's done it already, done what you want to do. And you're saying to Jennifer, if you're a know-it-all, then be a mentor. I mean, if you think about it, especially if you're in web design, I mean, how many people wouldn't love to have a mentor in web design? You could probably, you know, corner the market on that. In fact, I think that word mentor is a little bit underused, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something that's it's, it's crazy that people – tend to overlook and even myself I overlooked it as well I, I guess we tend to have think oh I can do it myself I don't need help um, like there's a weakness in asking for help but actually there's a strength in asking for help because it know it shows that you know that there's something you don't know and that's where a mentor becomes super valuable yeah it's kind of like buying the shortcut you get the opportunity yeah. to learn from somebody who's done it and you really just buy the shortcut rather than banging around trying to figure it all out on your own. And I, I love that, Garrett. That's really good. I think that's a good idea, too, Jennifer. You should give that some thought. What do you want? I mean, being a know-it-all, everybody who's an expert out there is a know-it-all. So you fit right in. You've got that. You've got that down. So any other tips on monetizing your passion, Gareth, besides finding a mentor? Like, how do you recommend coming up with your product line. Like I'm thinking there's so many options. Like you could have programs, you could have coaching, you could have events, small group events. I mean, there's so many things you can do to monetize a passion. What do you think is the best way to pick? How do you choose? I think small group events is a great place to start. Um, And the reason I say that is because before you monetize it, you want to know if there's a community around it. Can you get a community around your interest, your passion. I can see that. And do it for free. Don't try and monetize it right at the start. Do it for free because if people are passionate about it, they'll show up. And then you can talk to them and get a better idea of where to take it after that. Run the event. Talk to your potential future customers. And then just simply by opening the conversation, you can figure out how to monetize it later. It's kind of like you're getting uh, free market research, you know. It's like you're doing market research and you're you they right. get something out of it because you're delivering, and you know then you get to test the water. I actually really like that idea, being able to take a few people in and use them as guinea pigs and figure it out. I wonder how valuable surveys are. Like if you're out on Facebook and you're in different groups, I know actually you have a group. I think your group is called Solve Earth. Is that right? Like yeah, correct. S-O- that's 
S-O-L-V-E, Solve Earth. So if you're looking for Earthot on Facebook, you can search Solve Earth and check it out. So do you do polls in there, or do you try to figure out what people want? It's a community web page, and it, it's, um, it's a lead magnet for one of our first events, which is like a, an ecological hackathon, so solving environmental problems um, by bringing people together in a room. So effectively, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm practicing what I preach. I've set up our first event, and the Facebook group and the page is, is that community. So this is how you have kind of honed your expertise, because I remember you saying that when we started, you said, you know, I knew that I was into technology, and then you wrote the book, you know, the MBA Entrepreneur. And so is this, do you find by doing this new project, then you're honing down more and more into what you're really passionate about? Yeah, absolutely. So I've worked a lot with healthcare technology in the last few years, and, and technology, I said, is something I'm passionate about. But what I didn't realize is I was really looking for the bigger impact, and I discovered that I was very passionate about sustainability. So my latest venture takes technology and sustainability and combines it into one. So the healthcare technology was almost there, but not quite. I get it. And and technology and the environment is much more aligned with exactly where I want to be. I get what you're saying. It's kind of like you might be working in your passion, as many of the people here are. But as you start to see, well, what other things am I spending my time on? What other things am I talking about? What other things am I passionate about? You might add layers onto it. And I did something similar as a nonprofit venture. I was getting really good at doing social media and being online. And I was volunteering at an animal shelter. And I was scooping litter. And then it's like, okay, hey, guess what? I could take my passion of being online and being in social media and I could use it to help this organization. Now, I didn't monetize that except for the organization, of course, but it's still living in your passion and working in your passion. So it's almost like you're saying, take the building blocks of what you know you're passionate about and see how you can fit them together. It's like you're putting a puzzle together or something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Watch yourself. When you watch yourself, like the example you just gave, what do you do when when there's no obvious benefit? What do you what do you do in your normal day that makes you happy? When you know you're not doing it for money, you're not doing it to impress people. What what is it you read about? What is it you browse about online when you're bored? That could be your passion and you don't even realize it. That's really good. What do you browse online when you're bored? I guess I'm going to have to make a business out of chopping vegetables, y'all, because that's how I spend a lot of my free time. That's like meditation, man, you know. I love it. So um, great comments coming in from the audience here. Trish says, we all think our ideas are worth millions of dollars, but we are the only ones who think that. So doing it for free helps to hone exactly what it is your future customers want. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. What you're saying. Now, remember, Trish, your ideas could be worth a million dollars. But I get the idea that when you're doing it for free, you do get to hone it and figure out more and more what your passion is. And it's a big give back. Thanks, Sherry, for sharing that Facebook group, too. I love all this. Do you have any kind of parting advice for people who are trying to live a more passionate life, live in their passion, and particularly monetize their passion. Because when you monetize your passion, now you've got a job you don't have to retire from, right? So tell right. me more about that. Let's let's give them a little tidbit to go. One piece of advice to try and move yourself more towards what you're passionate about 
I would say really, yeah, get someone, get someone else's perspective. Get a mentor's perspective or a very close friend's perspective and ask them what they think you're passionate about. You might be surprised. Yeah, I love that. It's funny because you think you know yourself, but then if you really listen to what you talk about when you're just, you know, at events, we used to have a little joke in our family that we all talk about film and food, you know, that that's all we talk about when we're at events. And you're right, you know, the signposts are right there. If you ask, it's all available for you. And so there's no reason not to. I just, I love it. Well, Gareth, you're doing great work in the world. I really appreciate your perspective. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Dana. Really appreciate you bringing me on to the show. And I, yeah, hope, was... I hope some of what we discussed is, is helps other people. Yeah, totally. I'm going to actually do like a little, you know, look back into my childhood exercise as soon as we're done with the show, because I think there's more nuggets there to be mined, you know, and I there is, there is <laughs> totally. And you will get this too, right? Like, isn't it fun to revisit this topic and say, you know what? This isn't just about discovering what I'm passionate about now. It's about discovering all the pieces that I'm passionate about. And this is so doable. These are not hard steps to take. Look at your childhood. Talk to people. Ask people, especially those that knew you in your childhood. Pay attention to what you're talking about, what you're thinking about. You're living and working in your passion right now. Well, how can you kick that up a notch? Even if you have to do it for free, just like Trish said, being able to go out and do it for free and hone it, hone that down. I mean, Gareth has some great points here because this is about creating a life and creating a business and monetizing in a way that's a feel-good, fun way. And you know the best part? You can start right now. You can start today. This is so easy to do right now. I'm going to. I'm going to start today and rethink that childhood thing and look at the pieces that I can put together. You can start, and we will see you next time on The Mind Aware. Uh, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?